Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Austin and I are still in Gunnison. Um, we're taping this on Friday. We have a flight in a little while. We certainly hope we have a flight. But we were in the book of Acts this morning, and God just really began to speak to us through what Mary Alice was reading. Yesterday, we talked about Paul uh, on his way to Rome. He's a prisoner. He's been arrested, uh, and he's going to appeal his case to Caesar, which he has a right to do because he's a Roman citizen. But uh, they were on shipwreck on their way yesterday when we looked at it. Today, Paul is now in Rome. And this has been something that has been on his heart for a long time to go to Rome, the most powerful city in the world, and share the most powerful message. Mary Alice, he's arrested, he's in Rome, but look at what God is doing. Wow. You know what? If you were to look at some really tough circumstances, he's in them. Yeah. And, and you know what? If I was a prisoner... And I've just been through a shipwreck and all that it's been through. I might want to just curl up in a corner somewhere and say, you know, I'm just going to exist. But he's leveraging. He's watching God work in a situation. And he is he is looking for opportunities. And he's working within within that situation. God's using Well, in a way, God is, even though he's in the center of power in Rome where the Caesar controls everything. And it's probably Nero at this point. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you look at the setup for how he's imprisoned, it's very clear that Nero's not in charge. God is in charge. Absolutely. And if you know, hope you grab your Bible and go read this account. Because when he gets to Rome, remember, he's a prisoner. They allow him to have his own lodging. Right. And he has to have a soldier with him. But he, so he's still technically a prisoner. And he's going to die at the end of this. I, I'm going to bet that most of those soldiers who were there with him got saved because yeah. you know paul has a captive audience you know it could look like the soldier has paul in captivity but really paul's got the soldier and, there and he even had a welcoming committee if you go read this he actually had a welcoming committee right. when he arrived that's right and, and so with the welcoming committee he said uh, you know send out word to all the jews and have them come i want to get acquainted with them and so there's so much is going on here well, you know, Marielle, we've been in ministry a long time. We've been we've been alive for a long time. Marielle's had a birthday last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you and I have watched a lot of situations where people were imprisoned by a situation. I don't, I don't necessarily mean in a prison. Because mm-hmm. whenever I read about Paul being in prison or others being in prison in the Bible, for me, prisons metaphorically are just some situation that you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. You would like to open that door and get out. It could be a health situation. It could be a family situation. Could be an emotional health situation. It's just a situation that you can't get out of. To me, that's when I what I think about when I think about prison. Isn't it beautiful that when we look back on our lives, that some of the most effective people who blessed us and blessed others were in a situation they couldn't get out of? Absolutely. You know, God just works in those situations. And you know, I was just thinking of another thing too, because as you're reading the book of Acts. You see God, like we talked about this before, God answers in different ways. He does. So, you know, when Paul was in this situation, he could have said, hey, you know, when when the people prayed and Peter was in prison, God sent an angel and took him out. Yeah. You know, Paul could have just stopped all of his efforts to serve the Lord and said, I'm just going to wait for that to happen. That's you right. Know, I, this is It was God's will for Peter. It has to be God's will for me. So I'm just going to sit here and wait. And yet he didn't do that. And he... And he allowed God to work through him in this situation he couldn't change. And we talked about this, you know, people that are in situations that, that they can't change. If you can resign yourself to that, that becomes a prison all its own. It does. And you can let God work. Well, I mean, we wouldn't be human if, if, we were, if we didn't pray, God, get me out of this prison. That's just a human thing. And I think we all feel that way, Whether, like I said, whether it's a family situation or a health situation or uh, emotional health situation. It's, it's, it's human for us to pray. I mean, look at Jesus when he's in the Garden of Eden. He said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. 
But when we are in a situation that we can't get out of, maybe along with praying, God, get me out of the situation. Why not pray, God, make me effective in this situation? You know what? It also reminds me of my my mother when she had she had multiple strokes. But I remember one particular time I was in a hospital with her, and she was going over the story with me. And there were some some bad things that happened. That maybe we could say shouldn't have happened. But she said, you know, I believe God God has me here to witness to these nurses. Now there's just people that I won't ever get to talk to if I weren't in this place right now. And so, and she, I remember one time you weren't there because it was one of the times I went down to take care of her. And we were there over a weekend, and so we were live streaming the service. You know, had the had the iPad set up on her little table, and she she stopped every nurse that came in to make sure they saw this service and wanted to make sure they knew where the website was. So, you know, that was a really horrible situation she was in, but she still was signing up for God to use her in spite of that. Well, I want to go back to what you said at the beginning of this because you said it would have been the natural inclination of Paul. He's in Rome. He's in a strange mm-hmm. place. He's a prisoner. Uh, and ultimately, I mean, he's going to lose his he life probably around AD 66. So he, he had to know that that was a real real possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, but instead of curling up in a ball, you know, he just unleashed the gift that God had given him. So I just think for all of us today, we're going to find ourselves in situations that we can't get out of. I mean, that's just life. Um, and it's amazing how that in those situations, God gives us an opportunity to be more effective than we ever were before. I mean, if you want to read a couple of stories on this, just read Daniel chapter 3 and Daniel chapter 6. Daniel 3, three, uh, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are, are going to the fire furnace. And Daniel 6, Daniel's going to the lion's den. But look at the king's response after God delivered, I mean, after God delivered the three Hebrew children to Daniel. I mean, I don't think that they would have ever had this impact if they'd never been in the fire furnace, never been in the lines. Well, just one more quick example. You and I at this age of life, I'm, I'm having to come to grips with this particular age that we're at right now. And you know what? We could just say we're done. Yeah. But even at this age, whatever place we're at in our life, we want God to use us to well, the fullest. I mean, here's the thing. I'm busier now than I've ever been in my mm-hmm. life. You know, we were 28 and 26 when we came to Kansas. And we're not anymore. No, we're not. <laughs> a lot of years have passed, but this is the busiest time of my life. And so, you know, it's so easy to look at the negative circumstances and, and you know, aging is not the most. And we can't change that. We can't we change can't that. Change you know, time doesn't yeah. go backward. Right. But God is at work. And so for all of us today, if you've got prison bars around you, I don't mean literal ones, but if you've got, you've got some kind of circumstance you can't get out of, God wants to work in that. He works in our problems. He works through us. We may be more effective now than we've ever been or ever will be again. So I hope that encourages you. And and why don't you pray for us? Father, we thank you that you love us and that you never leave us. We do thank you for the good days where we're not in some sort of prison. And we probably don't, I'm sure we don't give you enough gratitude for all the good days that you give us. And uh, Lord, forgive us for finding little things to complain about when life is so good. But Lord, I do pray, especially for those who are in some kind of circumstance that they can't get out of today. Uh, help them to know that you are with them. And, oh, God, help us to see the opportunities that you put before us. And, Lord, it, does, it doesn't make the prison go away, but it sure does make it, uh, make it a lot less painful when we know that you're working through us. We love you. We love each other. Uh, we thank you for New Spring Church and for those who watch us in Noah's window who are perhaps part of a different faith family. But, Lord, we thank you that you're with us today. Wherever we are, you never leave us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, hey, it's our, we're going to start to this together. Thanks for joining us on Noah's Window, and uh, I think we may have one or two more from the picnic table here in Gunnison. We'll see you real soon. God bless. See you soon.